Hey there, podcast listeners. Exciting news. My new audiobook, The Short Book Formula, a financial professional's guide to writing a book in six weeks to attract ideal clients, is out now. And the best part, for a limited time, we're offering this audiobook to you for free. Hurry over to www.theshortbookformula.com and claim your copy now. And now, on to our show. Tell us about your background in financial services. Who Who is Tracy Spikes? Gosh, it was so long ago. Uh, I often forget how hard it was when I first started, but... I've been doing this a long time. I've been doing it about 30 years. I did really well as a new agent. Yeah. Um, it took me a while to figure out what I was doing. But over the course of time, I guess my success uh, led me to new opportunities. And I went from being a million dollar roundtable type advisor to having an opportunity to work as a regional vice president for a major insurance carrier. So about 16, 17 years of my career, I spent working in a home office environment. In 2018, uh, I decided it was time for me to get back to my roots and I went back to personal production. Um, Best move I ever made. I learned a lot with my home office stint. But Paul, when I got back into personal production, I was 20 years older. I didn't have a natural market at all. I'd given away all my friends and family to different people I knew in the business. So literally I started flat-footed without knowing anybody at the tender age of 53, I'm starting over again. It wasn't enough just to go out and try to meet people the way I learned how 20 years earlier. LinkedIn wasn't a thing back in the 1990s. Mm-hmm. It may have been, but I'd never heard of it. All these new ways to meet people was just extremely different. And um, it, it wasn't enough just to walk around town and shake people's hands and say, hi, how are you? I've never met you before, but I'd love to. Now I had to figure out how to do it in the 2000s with social media and all these other platforms. And Paul, I got to tell you, i In 2018, I I was aware of those platforms, but I didn't know how to use those platforms until I met you. You and I spent a lot of uh, days trying to figure out how do we make this right? How do we turn it into a scenario that we get in front of more people to get more people to say yes? Mm -hmm. Um, in, In the early stages, there were plenty of times that I would send you an email this isn't working. What am I doing wrong? (laughs) Or what are you doing wrong? Right, I know. (laughs) But you handled it great because you really kind of slowed me down a little bit to say, let's don't look at what the result is. Let's look at why the results are what they are. So the why kind of led us to what I knew how to do. And that was connect with people on a very friendly level that was made them very approachable, right? So learning how to make that first five-minute phone call after they connect with me on LinkedIn, uh, I had to learn to get out of your way and let you do what you do Mm -hmm. and just respond to the people that showed up on my calendar. Mm -hmm. And when I simplified it Mm -hmm. to that level, me being able to talk to somebody on a phone for five or 10 minutes just to tell them what I do 
Mm -hmm. and to ask them if they would be open to seeing more. Mm -hmm. It led to an amazing amount of opportunity for me. And it's just been amazing because of COVID and because of the work you've done for me, it's expanded my footprint. In the past, I was right there in Ohio mm -hmm. and I was working with people within 90 minutes of my office. Yeah. Well, now I'm working with people in Los Angeles in Detroit, in Rhode Island, Tampa, Houston, Dallas, Arizona. There's really no limit to the number of people that I've been talking to. And what's really been cool is they're talking to me about the things that I do because they want to know more about that. And it always goes back to what you and I've talked about. This business is a series of yeses. Mm -hmm. And the way you do lead generation is when you meet somebody, you want them to say, yes, this applies to me. Yep. Yes, I want to learn more about this. And yes, I'll meet with you. Yep. And when you kind of lay the groundwork for that, when we do finally meet, it's a very cordial conversation. It's just a visit with a cup of coffee that basically leads to them saying, yes, I'd like to hire you to help me do this. And it just has been a wonderful experience for me. So I want to, thank you. I want to pick up on a couple of things that you said there. At the end of the day, what we're really in the business of is selling trust, right? I mean, we solve problems along the way, no doubt. But if the person doesn't trust us, we're not going to get anywhere. So I think a lot of advisors struggle with getting that first appointment. But I think they also struggle with going from first appointment to close, especially in an online environment. And today, I believe you, you're completely online. I mean, you're, <laughs> you moved halfway across the country. Yeah. So tell us a little bit more about, you know, and you've already talked some to it, but tell us a little bit more about how you established that trust in this online environment. Sure, absolutely. Uh, so fast forward a little bit to that trust conversation. I am very big on making sure that our conversation with my client is going to be very focused on identifying their specific problems and explaining the math on why that's a problem. I don't get caught up with trying to tell people how impressive and wow my solution is. Most people are more willing to take action to fix a problem than they are to chase a reward. If I spend all my time trying to convince somebody how smart I am, I basically have stopped listening to them. I stopped making their problem an, an important part of the dialogue. Okay. So when we, when I do my intro phone call, mm -hmm. I basically will say, well, look, let me tell you how we do work with our clients. We focus on lost money and problems that are hurting our clients the most. We do not focus on trying to make you rich, but if we can help eliminate problems it'll give you a platform so that you can really develop a financial plan that you can be proud of. Yeah. And then I normally say, so tell me about you and your situation. And they immediately go into the reason they wanted to talk. Yeah. Hey, Paul, I've got too much debt. Mm -hmm. I saw that you help people eliminate debt. How do you do that? Yeah. Or I'm paying too much money in taxes. And I saw that you help people reduce their tax bills. How do you do that? Yeah. Or I'm about to retire and I've been thinking about a Roth IRA. How do you do that? So I stop right then and just say, you know, Paul, I think you would love using some of our free calculators hmm. 
would you be open to us having a Zoom meeting? We'll build a model specific to you and you can see for yourself what that means. Yeah. Would that be okay? But here's the reason I do that. If I let you build it, if I let you plug the numbers in, if I let you see the results, who are you going to argue with? They were all your numbers, <laughs> right? But the idea behind that is I can help you fix this if you want me to, and here's how I would fix it. So yeah. that, that engagement level elevates the trust factor sure. the nth degree. I didn't come back and show you some crazy spreadsheet that made promises out the wazoo on what we could do. Yeah. What I really did was just say, the math says this is a problem. Do you think it's a problem too? Yeah. And that buy-in is where the trust starts. The trust level is almost immediate right away, which is why we write so much business on our first appointment. It's really them accepting a offer for help versus me saying, would you like to buy something? Yeah. <laughs> right? Those are two different conversations. We've been working together for a year and a half, close to two years. And as you said, first couple months, it starts out a little bit slow. And so it takes a little bit of patience. You've been involved in different lead generation things over the time. What is it about this approach that um, has you continuing for as long as you have the quality of the client base facebook i've i've never had the kind of success with the, any kind of facebook ads or anything like that where i get this quality of lead raising their hand to say i want to talk to you right yeah also i've uh, i see an unbelievable um connectivity to people that do raise their hand that actually show up for that call. Yeah. Unbelievable. I can't say that's true of other uh, venues. Yeah. Okay. But it surprises me the quality of leads and their willingness to connect and actually show up for the conversation versus some of the other things I've poured money into over the years. Shifting gears a little bit. So you carved out a nice little niche for yourself in um, what's called debt-free for life. So, so you do some different things, obviously, when it comes to life insurance and different financial products, but you really carved out the specialty for yourself for helping people solve their debt problems using whole life insurance. Can you tell us a little bit more about what that is? I'll go back to some of the messaging I've already shared today, but people come to this meeting. They're already bothered by debt. They don't like debt. Well, neither do I. And I don't know anybody that does. So instead of me getting all worked up on the product we use or the how, I always stay anchored on the why. Why are we talking today? because I hate debt and I want to get out of debt as fast as possible. So I go through my planning process and I just lay the groundwork for, let's talk about how debt is holding you back. Mm -hmm. We do a math calculation to see how much money they're losing each month mm -hmm. on effective interest costs. We do a percentage calculation that says, Paul, right now you're losing 42% of every payment you make 
to compound interest for somebody else's wealth, not yours. We can't possibly expect we're ever going to be rich if we keep giving money away like that. And my second follow-up question to that, Paul, is this. Where on God's green earth are you earning 40% on any of your savings? Probably nowhere. So let's look at something different. We look at how the debt snowball works if we were actually compounding interest on our excess cash. Mm -hmm. And when we go through those models, we basically say, here's the deal. If you do nothing, you're going to be debt-free in 2052. And people don't like that. (laughs) I don't like it. (laughs) Exactly. If you do a debt snowball, you're going to be debt-free in 2028 and owe nothing to anybody. If you let me help you, you're going to be debt-free in 2029 but you're going to have $174,000 in your cash value account. So which one of these do you want to do? Nothing, 2054. Debt snowball, 2028. Debt free for life, 2029 with $170,000 of cash left over. Well, everybody leans towards that last one because they like that $170,000 worth of cash. But then we say, but before you say yes to that, let me explain how this works. And then that's when we go through the whole process. This is how it works. And we always come back to the problem. Remember, Paul, what we're doing here, we're not trying to make you rich. We're trying to get you out of debt. And that's why people want to have a strategy and help understanding how do I do this? Nobody wants to be in debt, nobody. So because of that, we simply look at their budget and nine times out of 10, we do these budgets based on what they're already spending. And that's when we say, good, here's what I wanna do before we commit to anything. Let's find out if you're even eligible. We gotta do an underwriting review because we need to send it to our insurance carriers. But let's schedule a call for next week where we can go over the math again. I'm excited about this, and I hope you are too, but it looks like we're going to be able to help you out. And they're normally excited too. So they're gladly willing to set an appointment for a follow-up for the next week. So building off of that, so you bring in your own clients, but you also do, I believe, a lot of joint casework and mentoring. Um, talk to us more about both the joint casework and mentoring that you do. Absolutely. Because I'm connected to the Smart Advisor Network, we do a lot of training with those guys uh, on a weekly basis. And because I do most of the debt-free for life cases through that group, I get a lot of introductions to advisors that are new to that group that are trying to understand what's this about. So they'll contact me. And my recommendation to them is always the same. I can show you better than I can tell you. So let's have a joint call with one of your clients and let's just see what you think about the process. We'll split the business, but I'll do as many joint calls as you want me to do until you feel comfortable doing it on your own. But I'll teach you where people are saying, yes, I want to hear about this. And yes, this is something for me. But generally, we do a lot of joint work. I've talked to advisors that have been in the business 30 years that have never done it like this. But when they see it, they just are blown away that it can't be that simple. 
And you're right, it's not that simple. It's just that I've done it so many times, it just flows. And I do a lot of joint work with a lot of uh, advisors. In fact, uh, there's a brand new advisor that I just met about four weeks ago. And in the last, in the last three weeks, he and I together have submitted over $97,000 worth of annual premiums with just people that he's done business with in the past. Um, every one of these were about 30 or 40 minute phone calls or Zoom meetings. And that's the kind of joint work we do. And that gentleman's called me back several times and said, hey, I just want to thank you. Never in my wildest dreams would I have ever thought I've, I could have written $100,000 worth of premium in one month. Uh, but that's the kind of things we do. And you know what? People don't want to do joint work forever. If you can help them understand it, if they get it, they'll be able to do this on their own. And he won't need my help anymore. Uh, but that, that's generally how I like to do a lot of my work is through those joint relationships like that. Yeah. Um, and it helps the advisors out because they're bringing some real value to the table to some of their best clients. I think what's interesting, Paul, is most people know what to say. They're just not saying it the right way. And I learned this uh, a long time ago. The difference between a $50,000 a year advisor mm -hmm. and a guy that makes a million dollars a year mm -hmm. is razor thin. Yep. But the difference is the guy that's making more money just says the same thing differently. Yeah. And learning that vernacular, learning the scripting, learning the psychology of how to pause in the middle of that conversation, it allows people to really understand, wow, man, I've been saying that same thing, but I'm not getting the traction he's getting. I want to say it like him. Mm -hmm. And that's what we all want as advisors. I mean, every guy that makes $100,000 wants to know what the guy is saying that's making a million. And I'm just going to tell you, most of us already have the market to say the right things to get to those higher income levels. Yep. It's just a matter of being exposed to those right things to say. My final question is, is that here we are at the beginning of 2022. You were telling me before we started the call that you're off to a pretty good start to the year. Yeah. Um, if you would be open to sharing a little bit more about that as well as what has you most excited about the year to come in terms of just your belief, confidence about the goals that you have and your ability to reach them. Yeah, I don't mind sharing it all. Uh, just to kind of give you an idea, last year was the best year I ever had in my career. Um, and, and to be clear, that's 2021. In the middle of a pandemic, doing everything with a Zoom call, just like this call is right here. I made more money last year than I've ever made in my life. Uh, with a happy experience with the different clients I worked with. Led to beginning in January 1st, oh my gosh, how am I going to repeat that? Right. Right. I think everybody has that kind of aha moment that's like, right. uh-oh, I got to start at zero again. Um, but just to kind of give you some ideas about that, Paul, we, we are now in week number six of the new year. In the last six weeks, I've been able to do almost $2 million of annuity business. 
That's joint work with other advisors. But I've also been able to submit about $212,000 of life premium. Mm -hmm. And again, that's split with other advisors because mm -hmm. I do a lot of joint work. Mm -hmm. But just do the math on that. If that's what I've done in six weeks, what does that look like if I do that nine more times? I mean, that's an unbelievable amount of production. Now, I don't know what tomorrow brings. None of us do. But I can tell you this, if on January 1st, I woke up and I was nervous, but yet in the last six weeks, I was able to do what I've done. Yeah. I've been very blessed. I'm very lucky to work with the guys I work with on those joint case bases. But just think about that run, run rate. Multiply that business times nine. And that'll give you an idea of what the end of the year is going to be. Who would have ever scripted that for me? I'm a, I am a home office guy that didn't have a market three years ago. You've had such a great year and you're off to another good year. <laughs> you, it's, been, it's been very blessed. Thank you very much for your time today. I appreciate it. You bet, man. Paul, thanks in, for including me in this.